0: Question for all of you except Romain Grosjean. To
1: whom it may concern,
2: fuck you.
0: More ladies in the paddock? Yeah, more and more, more paddock para- access, access to, uh, to some women. There's too many dudes. <laughs> I don't really have a lot to comment on that, except that he was being a pussy.
1: I guess I should have missed that one. Oh, you did? Yeah. I I keep hearing that F1's getting boring, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not watching this sport anymore. Yeah. Um, you made the right choice, dude. It was totally boring.
2: I hear it's a total snooze fest.
1: Yeah, completely. Really. No rain. Yeah.
2: What was it, like Michael Schumacher won again or something?
1: Dick Schumacher.
2: <laughs> yeah, to all you motherfuckers out there that are saying F one's boring, go watch the last three races.
1: Holy shit! I mean, this this la- I thought I thought Silverstone was good. This was blew it out of the water. <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. Dude, I remember like remember
2: like during the tire wars back in you know two thousand three, people were saying oh F one's getting boring, but every time we had a rain race, it got fucking wild. And it's just, it's always, that's like the constant
1: in F1. Wet the track, and then shit will go down, man. I mean, the whole, oh man, like there wasn't one moment where I was not excited.
2: <laughs> I know, I I felt like the race lasted for like three hours, too. <laughs> it was but a long we were,
1: one. Yeah, we were on lap like 40 <laughs> like
2: an
1: Hour and a half into the race.
2: And we kept saying like, oh my god, we're having halfway through, holy shit, holy shit, this was obviously I did watch it (laughs) and I'm glad I woke up early here in Miami in the city where F1's going to try to get another race soon uh, to watch this Uh, epic, epic race Um, did you know that it was the first time that they did a safety car start formation lap and then they went back to a standing start?
1: Wait, well yeah they they did a
2: yeah, but, like, you know, so you know, there's a lot of rain races where if, if they do a formation lap under, like, if they start doing safety car laps in the beginning, they usually just do a rolling start. So, it's the first time they actually stopped their formation laps and they went back to standing start, which I thought was really cool for the race.
1: Well, all the drivers were like, let's fucking
2: go. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> so, it was freak, It was freaking wild. Um, Max Verstappen, dude, two race victories out of the last three races
1: really impressive he I mean nobody had an easy grace, let's put it that way Um, everybody had a moment where they suffered I think oh yeah (laughs) and and also everyone had a moment where they
2: had a little hope which is what I love (laughs) yeah it's like life dude
1: you hope and then and then it crushes you just like life (laughs) 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 just 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 ask Hulk (laughs) yeah um Dude, it was wild. I can't even keep track. Like, when I watched the race highlights and
2: all that, it's like, holy shit, that was all in one race. So, obviously we got Max winning. We got Vettel coming back from P20 to P2. Holy shit, did he make up for his shitty last few races.
1: Unbelievable. I mean, I, even I was happy with that after that race.
2: I know. I felt I feel this weird feeling, right, of empathy, and I was like, oh my god, I'm happy for this guy, although, like, not my favorite driver as we all know. But that was cool man. That's uh kinda like the opposite of what happened last
1: year for him. Yeah, it was it, I mean he to, to do what he did was pretty I mean just absolutely impressive. Um totally. He just he, like yeah, I mean go for it. If he had if he if he had maybe two or three more laps, I think he probably would have taken overtaking that. But obviously that that wasn't the case and uh, ended up just getting P two, but you could see it on his face how satisfied he was with even just getting P two after not even getting to qualify. He needed that, you know. It's
2: like he had the look on his face of you know a guy that's just gotten out of a dry spell. Like we all know that.
1: Mm-hmm. It was so.
2: So that was that was amazing. Fucking torpedo P three. Holy shit, that's torpedo! cool. Torpedo, dude. He was just he just. His daughter was born the
1: night before. What a freaking weekend for him, dude. Yeah. I mean, wow. Like, who to be on the podium? Like, what the
2: fuck? Yeah, holy shit. And listen to this fucking... So, for a race finish, you got Verstappen, P1, Vettel, P2, Torpedo, P3. Then you got Stroll, Sainz, Albon, Grosjean, Magnussen, Hamilton, who managed to score points after Alpha's fucking dual uh, penalty. Double penalty, and then Kubica first points in eight years. Wow!
1: Well, and just Williams getting their first points of the season.
2: Yeah, dude, I'm really like this race is just like it's just good all around. I feel shook things up.
1: What's interesting, you know, I'm a Mercedes fan, but with all due respect to Mercedes, when they don't do well, we just had a race. Yeah, I mean. And when they don't do well, Max is fucking picking up all the pieces, dude. I'm impressed by him. Yeah, I mean, he, he they pitted him five times. He spun once. Um, I mean, the fact that he even won the the fact that he won the race is like itself is crazy.
2: Yeah, because he botched his start. Like, how, how shitty was his start? Like, both Red Bulls had a synchronized, terrible start.
1: Yeah, they did not get off the line, quickly.
2: Yeah, they both kind of had wheel spin, and they were they went down. I think two, three places. Uh, but the start was wild. Like Hamilton and Botas won two, right away, and it looked like Merck was just gonna take this one, right? Yeah. Did you did you see the statistic? I, th- I think I saw this on F One's uh, Instagram. The last nine wet races. Yeah. Uh So before today, Hamilton had won the last eight wet races in a row.
1: <laughs> really? Well, I mean, Lewis. Is- the wet,
2: usually. and then and people are like, Oh, yeah, Lewis is not bad in the wet.
1: I say, are you fucking kidding me? Not bad, he is like he's the driver of the wet these days. That sounds uh kind of dirty, but, uh, <laughs> Lewis likes to get wet. What can I say? It could mean a lot of things, but uh, obviously, we're talking about race for a driver, obviously, yeah, probably obviously. But, like, lines like me. <laughs> dude,
2: and uh. And I actually thought he was going to take this one, too. He he had the race under control, man.
1: Yeah, he led how many laps?
2: I think it was, I, I forget, because I got, I got lost in all the craziness, but I think more than 35, I think. Like, the first 30 to 38 laps, he was pretty much in control. And uh, and then there was something that really helped us out during this race, is that turn 16 runoff area ice ring
1: that the FIA installed there, uh, which great. <laughs> which, which pretty much caught up everyone. Everyone, I mean, it was crazy. Uh, the drivers probably hated it, but for us, it was like the you, like just wait until turn sixteen. Yeah. Like, all right, just get to turn sixteen and see what's going to happen. It
2: was wild, dude. And like you saw, I think Räikkönen spun out first there. Then Science did a three hundred and sixty, but he didn't hit the gravel or the wall, and he reversed it back and and managed to bring his car back in P five. Yep. Obviously, so Checo was the first DNF uh, of our race. He spun out during, he uh, was like lap fifteen or something, and he got the first safety car out. Yeah,
1: I mean that was too bad for Checo. Uh, just really, I mean, literally had no
2: grip and just spun on his own. It's nuts. I saw this onboard camera of uh, I think it was Norris who, yeah. and when they asked him like how the conditions
1: were, and like you just can't see anything, dude. It's just wild. Like, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> i think it's just when <laughs> oh man
1: <Yeah>.
2: forever <laughs> dude so um i just, i have to say one thing though reno uh reno was on for a strong result obviously hulk was so after all this chaos um the Mercs were still up. That is before Hamilton's uh, spin, I think, or just maybe just after. Because um, Hamilton actually then managed to. So Hamilton went off at turn 16, uh, a few laps after actually Charles Leclerc. Oh yeah, we can't forget him. He was the first of the
1: big casualties there at turn 16. Oh dude, when Leclerc went off, that was when the race. We knew, like, I think that was the moment where I like wow, this is going to get absolutely crazy, and then sure as shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, two laps later, they hadn't even cleared Leclerc's car yet. No. So Lewis just, like, does the exact same thing right in front of him.
2: Did you see the replay of uh, on onboard of how close he gets to Leclerc, actually?
1: Yeah, he, within, like, I think it must have been, like, 10 feet, maybe?
2: Yeah, I think he came pretty close to collecting him because, obviously, drivers don't have any control at that point when they're going through gravel and shit, and Oh, that was that was pretty that was pretty close. Uh, there should have been a safety car there at that point.
1: Um, yeah, completely. But how An- many? Did we have another safety? one. Five safety cars. So I I just thought it was four full uh full on safety cars and two uh virtual safety cars. Yeah. Okay. So Lecl- Leclerc actually, so when Leclerc spun, that was like
2: at a stage in the race where. People were starting to go on slicks, remember? And he was he was fucking flying and Merck obviously what this is what Merck does. Like when they're in the lead, they don't like to take risks. Obviously, if that makes sense. So they hadn't pit yet, but he was really coming back on the top two. And then it started raining again. And then right after Lewis got on slicks, spun did the same thing, broke his wing, had to go back to the pits, didn't go through the ballard. And then we just saw like Mercedes like rumble as a team there
1: yeah it was pretty incredible i mean it, it, it was dude those stupid fucking outfits everybody's wearing and like the the hats dude the um, hats you know that's what you get like for for you know, <laughs> get it like 125 years of motorsport but you want to like show up and look like a bunch of douchebags and then uh you know and then and then have that kind of weekend you kind of deserve it <laughs> well you know you know these things are, are funny
2: because if if it wasn't for that mistake, Hamilton would have won this race. I think pretty easily. Yeah, and we and we would have said like, oh, they look goofy, but they won the race, so at least they have that. But that, the the way it unfolded just makes them look like such amateurs. It just
1: makes it funny for me. Yeah, like, looking at all these replays, hilarious. <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Um, but no, I I think. Uh, and then what was it? Oh. um... Backston having a spin because they put him on uh, slicks. On the
2: hard compound or the medium instead of the softs, and he spun. Yeah, that was cool. He managed to keep it on track, which was nice. Uh, but going back to the Lewis thing, did you like? I, I, I saw the replay again. So Lewis goes in, right? And obviously, he's got a smash front wing. He was on soft tires. He gets there. There's about 20 seconds where he's just, they're not doing anything. The car's just there, and they're not, they have no tires ready. They put on slick tires while it's actually raining and everyone else is going on, you know, inters again. And then they had like a mix of both. I was like, what the fuck is going on man? this is like this looks like this looks like a junior category, like uh like this fucking F1 we're talking about here. How do you not have like communication and within ten seconds have those tires ready?
1: Oh yeah, look <laughs> at Merck like running around well I mean, first of all look, they didn't expect him to come in.
2: Right, but, like, don't you think that Hamilton would have hit the wall and had enough time in those 30 seconds to be like, yo, guys, new front wing, uh, I'm coming in, you know?
1: Uh, I don't know, dude. I mean, it was okay so to say yes, but realistically, like, I don't think, it, no matter how well prepared you are, you know, even if you're Mercedes, and I, I think that's, that's hard to say. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right, you're right, you're right. I and mean, I think they also, like, They were talking about what kind of tires he wanted on as he was going into the pits, and he like, I think he said inters, right? Oh, I didn't hear this. This this isn't news to me. Pretty sure he said inters on radio. Um, And they put slicks on. What did they do? Well, regardless, yeah, I I think they. No, I think they ended up putting on inters, but then they just didn't have everything ready. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. so they ended up putting inchers, but they had the slicks on first, and oh. then they took them off, and then they put the inchers.
1: Yeah, but it was like one of the longest hits that they've had all season.
2: But you know what? I think it's good for them to have a shitty race, because uh, it keeps them in check, dude. And and honestly, um, even when they do have shitty races, like Hamilton, in the end, still managed to score those two points and extended his lead over Botas, because...
1: Uh, yeah, we gotta talk about Botas' race. Yeah, it's well, just you fucking... before, before we even get to Botox, like, um, yeah, I mean, Hodo said yesterday, um, basically, like, it's it's actually good for the team, uh, and it's beneficial that we had a, a tough weekend, because, you know, when you when you just are, when you're in the position that Bruce he has been in, um, you know, you kind of start taking it for granted, and I think mm. this, this said to everybody, you know, drivers included, um you know this doesn't come as easily as as we expected and there will be more like, there will be more races like this um and then yeah to get to botos and then botos you're right wait yeah i just want to
2: bounce back on what you said there uh that just shows how how tight everything is in f1 from like winning to like throwing away a race like the margins are so small and people who think you know I mean, we compensate from our from our couch and whatnot, but people who say they're just sitting in a car and driving around, like, no, like this, there's the margins are infinitely small, and yeah, you can go from dominating the race to being last
1: effectively with a botch, you know, pit stop when things don't go perfectly. Yeah, I mean, I can't agree more with that. And uh, it was painful.
2: It's painful to watch for for Lewis, but also it's like if it's going to happen to one driver, it's probably it should happen to
1: him because. He can handle that because like, he's got such a big lead and whatnot. So, okay, you know, it's not the end of the world. No, it's one race. But we, we've we been saying this for some time like, Mercedes is, was due. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: we thought Austria was where they were due because uh, of the heat and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, here they might. Uh, oh, it looked like a double, like a zero point weekend, and then they got two points. Well, no, but...
1: I actually kind of wish they. Uh... They got no points, but. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Coming for the murk boy here, uh, dude. It's it's funny, but I think it's an important part of of sport, no matter what. Like you can't you know, success is always welcome, but um, you know, like I I said before, I think these weekends are important to um to to important to help the team improve, you know, and, and to to just humble everybody a little bit. You know what?
2: I just thought of, uh, like, being a Knicks fan all these years, of the amount of success that's going to come in the future, given all the struggles. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> We're going to win, like, 10 championships in a row at this point. who is the Knicks? If... <laughs> if karma takes care of things.
1: Dude, yeah, well, the Knicks don't, the, the Knicks don't deserve any karma cause <laughs> Don't get me started on the
2: Knicks. <laughs> yes. yes I, don't, I don't know why I brought that. I just I just had like a Knicks moment there.
1: That's a whole episode of a whole separate podcast that I could talk about. <laughs> just think the fucking suck and here's why. Wait, my question is, can we compare the Knicks to Ferrari? No. No, you're right. Because the, the Knicks haven't won shit. Yeah, the Knicks literally. <laughs> so, um, but no, Ferrari, I think... Well, I don't want to get the Ferrari yet. I, Botas is a big question here. Um, yes, yes. Um, like, dude, you you had Lewis having the hardest time he's had all season in a race, and he did not capitalize on it. Oh, oh
2: and we forgot to mention, sorry to cut you off there, but Lewis was pretty much sick the whole weekend, right? Yeah. So that, that also, like, I don't know, um, I wanted to point that out, because he still put it on pole obviously, and he was still managing the race, and he had told Ocon, he had told the team to get Ocon ready, you know, to, just in case he couldn't race, but in in a pre-race interview, he said, you know, I've never missed a a race in my life, and, like, I can't, I just can't do it, you know, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him my all. Uh, So, I thought that was pretty fucking impressive for someone to be, like, he looked like shit in the end of the race, like, he looked like no energy, but he was still out there performing, so...
1: I don't know, just a shout-out for that. Yeah, dude, I mean... Um, w- Mercedes has has some big questions to answer with Valtteri. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, obviously, I don't... I, I, I think Valtteri a great number two to Lewis, but they want... <laughs> um, no, but seriously, I mean, I, I think... What's interesting is I was w- even watching, um, I an interview like before the race this weekend, and it was, it was you know, my best friend Nico Rosberg. Um, oh dear. <laughs> talking, talking back in twenty sixteen as to like how hard it is to race with Lewis, and I think like the fact that like Nico retiring was a direct result of knowing that he could to continue to compete with Lewis, and that he didn't want to anymore because he knew how difficult it was. It's like. Lewis has beat me at every single, um, of, of, of you know since we were kids in carding. So, you know, I think when it comes to to Lewis and Valtteri, um, it's going to be very difficult to, for them to justify keeping him. Uh, I think at the end of this season, but at the same time, like you're, uh, you can't, Lewis is so difficult to compete with, um,
0: when he's on when he's in form. So.
2: It's tough man, because um, like I like you said it like he he's a great number two driver, but that's not what Merck wants, obviously they want they want him to compete, and he like his results have been really good this year, but he does look like it does look that Botas has only won races where Lewis has kind of like fucked up, and he never felt really bad about it because he knew that he had air control, like we said, um so. It's it's interesting because everyone was talking about Botas this week and about Ocon and Toto said he's hasn't made a decision yet, which is I think that's saying that's huge because given Botas's like qualifying pace and race results, uh, the fact that Ocon still has a chance of getting that seat next year is kind of impressive for me. And um, after this weekend, oof, a lot of people are already saying that Ocon is. Uh, Getting that pen ready for that for that one year Merck deal in twenty twenty, I think Ocon is like you know he's sitting there in the background, kind of smiling and getting ready for for action potentially.
0: Dude, I mean the kid. I think Merck has to start looking to the future too, right? Like, um, you've got totally. You've got to look at what you've got. Red Bull, Ferrari, um, you know. If you, Red Bull and Ferrari, in particular, who already have, um, you know, a young driver at the at the he, at the helm, um, and what does that mean for Mercedes? And how are they going to compete in the driver market moving forward? You know, is Ocon at the level of Max and Charles? I'm not so sure. And then you've also got George Russell, who I think, um, you know, if you ask me,
2: don't you start.
0: George Russell is, is also at Mercedes and I think he's actually a better driver than Ocon, personally, but I think... Oh. I, I know, dude, I know. It, it pains you to hear it, but I...
2: <laughs> I'm actually on the floor right now.
0: <laughs> um, <In. laughs> but, you know, wait to see that. We have to see when when Russell gets into a car that can perform um, what, what that looks like, but... If you had, imagine if you had Russell and Ocon at Mercedes, um, I think that's a competitive lineup with uh, against the Ferraris. Oh yeah, uh,
2: that that'll be the lineup in like twenty twenty five. Hundred percent. If you know, if uh, if logic is respected and whatnot. Um, but just a side note, how how <laughs> it just it just hurts me to to hear that. How can you say that Russell's a better driver than Ocon? Do you remember Ocon's? time in force india yeah you got to be kidding me when you're saying that
1: dude i mean you don't have
0: to agree with everything i say yo
2: <laughs> yo you're just against you're just yo, yo, you have something against
1: Ocon.
0: i just don't think he's like the I, I think obviously the kid is a fantastic driver i'm not saying that but i want to see him i want to see him in a, in a mercedes and see what he can do
2: Oh, yeah. Well, me too. And I think he deserves to see more than Russell. Russell hasn't even had a year in F1. He's been Williams. You've seen Ocon wheel to wheel, and you know that Ocon hates Max, and that's what we want. We want people to go at it on track. And imagine Ocon versus Max versus uh, Charles. Versus Lewis, because Lewis is still going to be there. That'll be dope. But let's get back to the point of uh, Ocon now has has a shot at it and Botas Botas at one point this looked like Botas is like a race for him to bridge that gap and to bring the deficit back to like 23 points would have been huge he would have gotten 18 points of that second place because he would have definitely gotten that P2 but instead of that he hit that curb on turn one hit the wall and now the gap is at 41 points
0: yeah, I mean, we got a uh, there's a there's a big question mark over Valtteri Botas' future at, at Mercedes for sure, but I don't think you think that Merck is going to announce their their change before the, the break or in August, like what do you think?
2: Toto said August, so I don't think before because I think you know it's not a decision that you take lightly. Um, right. it usually is like and usually when they say August, they probably mean September, you know, it's always delayed so. I don't know, man. Um, I don't think that Merck is looking at other drivers. You know, they're not. Like, I think they might have tried to see what's going on with Max at some point, but I don't think Max is going to leave Red Bull, especially given this the current form. The, like, he's he's like he's their new Vettel, right? So he's gonna he's gonna stay there. So let's see. I think they're gonna give uh, Botas a few more races to see what happens. And I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting because this could shake up everything in F one. Then for next year.
0: Oh, I completely agree. I'm, I can't wait for it. Um, another question, though, is looking at driver lineup in the silly season is once, well, news just came out before we, we sat down to record this, that uh, Red Bull is not going to replace Pierre Gasly before the season ends.
2: Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. I can't believe we haven't gotten to that yet. So much, uh, so much has been going on this race. <laughs> We're focusing on Merck still.
0: But Gasly, Gasly just got—I mean, Albon, he and Albon had a scrap, and Albon beat him. And then, and then twice, he, twice, dude. Twice, and Kvyat gets a podium. Like, whoa, dude! You know, like, come on, man. If like, that's
2: not a slap in the face, so just imagine being Gasly right now. The last three races, right? First of all, beginning of the year, everyone's talking about Max. He's like, your teammates the, is the hot shit, right? You get destroyed by your teammate the first person the first driver to win non-mercedes driver is your teammate and he wins two out of three races in the last three races and you're finishing in what like no, he didn't finish the race but he was like battling for 7th or 6th or something um man tough times for him
0: yeah i mean it's not looking so hot but at least he got he got a vote of confidence from from helmet marco
2: do you believe it though <laughs> Do you believe yeah. that?
0: Yeah, I don't think Red Bull. Red Bull's not the team that would come out and say something like that, and then, um, and then and then rescind that. You know, I think they want to.
1: Mm. I think they
0: want to give Gasly the benefit of the doubt because it's only his first season at Red Bull, um, and he is also Max's teammate, which is itself like Max is a top tier driver in in F one, so. You know, he was never expected to be the number. Two, I mean, the number one driver, but the performances he's put in, um, oof, just not, not so good.
2: He was yeah, hard, yeah, man.
0: He was up, though, dude. I mean, he, he was he was starting to get there.
2: Yeah, and and you know, what? I think I think uh, Helmut probably recognized that because that's probably and also that's why he said that made that decision because you could you could see there's a bit of an upward trend. He qualified P four and you can't really judge a driver based on this Grand Prix, right? This race was definitely not, you know, business as usual in F1. Yeah, that's a really good point. But the guy, the guy needs a break, dude. Like he needs, like he needs a little bit of luck. He needs a strong finish. Like he's not going to out, he's not going to outrace Max um, in a race, but if he can score a podium, in the next few races, I mean, that would be a huge boost. And, like, I think sometimes that's all that it takes, you know? I remember like, when, when drivers get their first race victory, it's not uncommon that they, like, they just, like, they're on from then onwards. Like, it's like, alright, that's done. Okay, let's go. And same for podium, I guess. Like, you get that confidence.
1: He
0: needs a, po- yeah, he needs a podium, dude. Straight up.
2: Yeah, or if, I mean, if he could go head-to-head versus Ferraris, Ferrari, you know, show what he's capable of, that's also good. He needs, he needs a strong result. And you know who else needs a podium, and who I'm fucking gutted for is Nico Hulkenberg.
1: Oh man,
2: dude, he was oh. running in P two before that turn sixteen. Ah, oh, my goodness,
1: so sad.
0: I really thought he had it. I really had
2: thought he. Dude, can you imagine also at his home race getting that first podium?
0: Like, like everybody else, he put it, put it,
2: put it in the, uh, the ice rink there. Yeah. He, I, uh, I can't believe it. And, and on a weekend where he was, uh, he took it, like, I think it's that home, home race kind of, uh, extra boost of energy. He was, he pretty much, he had Danny Rick under control the whole weekend and Danny Rick really wasn't there during the race and ended up retiring because of, uh, I think an engine or a turbo failure
0: yeah which also doesn't bode well for Renault
2: that was a bummer because Renault had that problem, and then also Lando also had a mechanical issue, so I wasn't sure if that was Renault related, but yeah, not a strong like a pretty shitty weekend for Renault all around
1: yeah
0: um well then and then we got we gotta do it I mean we did mention signs got p five after spinning, so
2: yeah, so i mean yeah he and and he was on like he you know the beautiful thing about this race is like as I'm reading interviews and stuff is that honestly everyone every team at one point thought that they could score huge points and I mean Sainz definitely thought he could have gotten a podium, Hulk could have gotten a podium Albon was in P4 at one point and he was doing really well my boy Albon Um, I would have loved to see him on the podium instead of Fiat but you know I'm happy for Fiat um (laughs) Yeah, I am. Uh, and also, Russell, your uh, your golden boy, uh, came out saying that, you know, when he saw, he told the team he wanted to pit for Slicks uh, when Stroll did it, and then, and the team told him to wait, and the next thing he saw on the screen that Stroll was P2, and he was like, fuck, man, if we had pitted, I'm not saying we would have, you know, held on to it, but we could have had a strong, um, a strong finish, and potentially within the points, that was before the alpha uh dq obviously so uh even even williams was like holy shit we can make something happen here so that's awesome for racing and for the sport
0: yeah man i think um i'm just i'm still like blown away at at, like how this race finished like (laughs) the, the people who got in the points the positions that they got
1: just unbelievable
2: Oh, and do you, yo, do you, you know how there's Netflix announced they're going to do season two, right, of uh, Drive to Survive? Yeah. Uh, guess who they were following this weekend? Tell me. Mercedes. No. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's the curse, man. It's the curse. You change your livery. You get Netflix coming to film you. Dude, it was just meant to be a disaster.
0: <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> oh,
1: man.
2: Uh, And you know who else uh, thought they were gonna get a podium or was eyeing strong points was Haas. Haas, Haas, man, what the fuck, dude? Like, what, what's going on between those two drivers?
1: Roman
0: Grosjean's done, dude. I think, I think, I I, I just, I don't think he. I don't know what's going on, but it's it's fucking pathetic.
2: And what do you, and like so? What do you do though? Because you know you got you got, Helmut saying that he's gonna wait till the end of the year. But Gunter, man, <laughs> dude, this is like year two of this bullshit, right? So at what point do you like? At what point do you just shake things up and say you know we need to get rid of one of these? You know, so just for the good of the team.
0: It's gotta be sooner rather than later. I don't know how much, I don't know how much more, you could. Take this, if you if I were Gunter Steiner, like, I mean, there's there's not much more you can you can stand realistically.
2: I think Gunther's ready. ready. Uh, I think it's like he's ready to make the the call, but I think uh, probably higher up there, uh, like with all the PR shit that's been going on the last few weeks, like I don't think they want to pull the trigger yet. But I I mean I wouldn't be surprised. But who would you put in the in that in that house?
0: Your boy Ocon.
1: <laughs>
2: no, but there, is, there is that rumor. But I don't think, I don't think he would want to go to because uh, then he he needs to cut that Merck contract up.
0: Yeah, I don't think, I don't think he'd sacrifice a seat at Haas, or uh, sacrifice a, a seat at Merck for a seat at Haas just to be back. Yeah, maybe he could. You know, maybe, maybe. I don't know.
2: What if they loan him out for like the rest of the year or something? To I don't know. To- but it's interesting because I can't really see. I I was thinking about Fiti um, who we met during pre-season testing. He's an awesome dude. Uh, but he doesn't have a super license, apparently. That's right. So he's not. That's not possible. I don't really see any other. Like, you're not going to put a young driver in there. you got to put someone who's raced already. Like, Haas can't, Haas can't be, like, training drivers right now.
0: I just – I don't know what this, uh, the solution is there other than to get rid of your – you got you to gotta get rid of one of them. I, and I think, to be honest, K-Mag is – K-Mag, as much as I don't like him
2: – Oh, you um, love him.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I got to say, like, the dude is a pure racer because especially after – um, so I think it was uh Ted Kravitz was just interviewing everybody before the race started and asking about the rain. And K-Mag had just like the ballsiest K-Mag response. It was like, you know, are you, do you, how do you feel about the conditions? And K-Mag's just like, let's get on with it. Let's go. <laughs> Dude,
2: but you're right. Like, uh, I mean, I'm not a fan of his antics on track, but uh, performance-wise, I think he's, um, he's solid. And so he scored 18 points, and Grosjean scored eight And They've come in the last few races for Grosjean. There was a for a while Grosjean hadn't scored any points, so I agree. If you're gonna get rid of one, you get, but then you know, I think Gunter has a lot of faith in uh, in uh, Roma, so like he, I I don't know, I, I mean, anything's possible there, anything's possible, and it's also possible that they don't make any changes before next year.
1: I mean, in all
0: fairness, Grosjean did finish above K Mag uh, this race, so um.
2: That's right, P seven, P eight.
0: Yeah, um, so you know you got to give it, you got to give him that. The, I guess the the issue though, is, you know, is this going to be consistent from here on out? Um, and it's hard to tell from this race because it, it it you know obviously was was in the rain, but um, yeah, Haas Haas has got to make a decision. I think we're going to get one. Uh, we're going to get one. Beef- during the the summer break silly season.
1: yay!
2: Oh my god. Oh, so um Red Bull obviously won and at one point there were there was a a 1-2 Honda going on when uh Kvyat was second. So um I think Honda needs to get a round of applause for the last year races cuz they're they're tearing it up, dude.
0: I mean, and I don't know why there's rumblings of this, but I've I've been reading that you know, there's still a possibility that Honda leaves F1 after 2020, which would be silly. Like, really? Yeah, there was a there's a story on Motorsport recently about that. I was like, the "Fuck wrote this." Motorsport. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, that seems so. It seemed dumb to me.
2: I think um, I think it's one of those moves, right? It's like, oh, because obviously they want to. The, everyone wants the regulations to change. They want to reset. Uh, the tables a bit and kind of, you know, uh, begin a new era. So, same with like Renault, right? So, everyone wants uh, a total reset. So, I think that's just a power move. Honda saying, like, oh, well, we're out if you guys don't change the engine regulations. Ferrari is always doing that, you know. But Honda is doing what Renault should be doing uh, is mixing it up with the top and actually winning races.
0: Yeah, I agree. Or at least getting podiums.
2: Yeah. Uh man, um I'll tell you one thing is uh Danny Rick is probably hoping these regulations shake things up cuz uh it's not looking like a great career move at this point. But well, you never well,
1: know. Uh,
0: apparently, so is is apparently an, an exhaust problem uh on his car that that
2: Oh, was that, it? That, okay. Yeah. Um, that's that's still a, that's still I mean that's an engine related problem though.
0: Right, um, but yeah, I think what we realized um, it, before the race is that Daniel Ricciardo went to Renault for the money.
2: Um, I heard, I heard. Yeah, that was not very. I good. wasn't wasn't really too happy about that, but yeah. but fuck it, you know.
0: But if it, like. Gotta get, paid. Gotta, to get this, paid. gotta get paid. Gotta get. Gotta get. Gotta make that that Skriller, make
1: that money um but dude i'd
2: do the same <laughs>
0: like
2: that. uh i mean like you don't have he didn't have like 10 seats available to him so like are we i don't think we can say he just went for the money you know
0: yeah that's true all right fine but um
1: <laughs> fine okay but yeah
0: whatever um, i think but what i'm what i'm just saying is um I think, well, Renault is not far off. I think, I think they're making improvements and we've seen them. I mean, this race is such, is such an enigma that like, realistically, um, it's hard to tell, you know, really, it's hard to gauge anybody. Totally. Um, maybe other than Max. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: Um, other than Max, it's really hard to gauge whether others will, will stay as competitive. You know, it's unlikely that we're going to see Stroll up in the top five again this season.
2: Although, although they had a new car in Germany, and uh, it's apparently it's uh, doing pretty well, and he made it to Q two for the first time, so True. True. top five probably not. But I think that uh, that midfield is going to get even tighter, <laughs> which is awesome.
0: Dude, the midfield is really close. I mean, even Kimmy before the before the penalty and everything, like, Kimmy was challenging up there, like, with the with the alpha.
2: Dude, um, remember the start? He was in P3 at the start. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is that Kimmy? Grandpa Kimmy? You kidding me? Oh,
1: Grandpa Kimmy. So sad. Still got uh, it. Yeah, dude. Um, I don't think it's sad. I think it's awesome. He's,
2: like, in his 40s, chilling at alpha. <laughs> and he's still doing pretty well. Like, he's still beating his younger teammate. I just think it's yeah. hilarious that he's still there, but I don't think it's sad.
0: Alright, fine. Um <laughs> agree to disagree. Um, it's just funny, it's just sad to call him grandpa, you know. I'm sure he doesn't appreciate that.
2: Yeah. Well if
0: you grandpa.
2: I'm sure he also doesn't give a fuck, right? <laughs> it's Kimmy we're talking oh. about. Right about Kimmy's like, oh my team is literally down the street from where I live and I'm making millions and I'm still an
1: F one. Like, who are you? <laughs> Um, but
0: yeah, man, I, I, this race, I hope we see more like them this season. Um, I'm just, I'm excited for, for what we've got next.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, Budapest, we got a back-to-back, so we have, I think, so this is Budapest will be the last race before the, the big summer break, the three week, yep. um, and,
0: end of August.
2: and yeah, uh, Budapest is a whole different, uh, is a whole different beast. Oh, one last thing before we go to Budapest. Uh, you saw there was a new uh, pit stop world record there for uh, Red Bull. That's right. One point eight eight. That's just insane. I I can't believe they can still beat the records. Like <laughs> uh, uh, on two
0: seconds. That is that's actually crazy.
2: Oh god! And then you look at Merck's botch pit stop. <laughs> uh, not fair! Not fair to look at that. But I thought it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, Budapest. Uh, wait, uh, so, uh, should we go on to our quote of the week before Budapest?
0: Uh, let's do it. Yeah, I'm ready.
2: Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Go first. All right. So, um, I'll just go for it. You'll know exactly who I'm talking about when you hear it. Uh, so today's one of those days when you have to make it stick, where you have to make it count when you're given an opportunity. I'm just gutted for myself and for the team, that we couldn't make it stick, especially in front of the home fans. It hurts, and it's going to hurt even more tomorrow. Hulk. Ooh. Yeah, I think given all the drama for me, I was probably the most upset and sad for Hulk because I love the guy. I think he deserves a race-winning car, and he finally had that opportunity in home crowd. And yeah, as we already said, uh, got it for him.
1: Ooh, that
0: one's rough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gutted for, for Hulk, hundred percent. It was uh it was really I I thought he, I thought we were gonna
1: see it. I really did.
2: But you know what? I'm also uh you know, you, ha- you have to look at the positives. He had a great race, he was doing really well. Um he was you know, Danny Rick has really been dominating him over the past few races, so he's gotten to take some positives out of it, even though it sucks and it's like that's not what he wants to hear, uh, but it was good to see him up there. You know.
0: Agreed, man. I, um, I hope we can see more of it. I really do.
2: Yeah, dude. I hope it just rains for the rest of the of the year. <laughs> every single <laughs> rain.
0: rain every weekend. All
2: right, what you got for us?
0: Oh man, I, I think this was the funniest quote I've heard. From a, as a commentator. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's about Roman Grosjean, and it was Caroon,
1: oh.
0: guy Sports. sports, um, who said that Roman Grosjean is the most frustrating enigma in Formula 1. And I couldn't agree more with him.
2: <laughs> you know he wants to say way more than that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, dude. He wanted to go he wanted to go all in on him,
2: because doesn't that also come from a place that, like, you know, Karun was an F one driver. He's like, how the fuck is this guy give been given so many second chances? <laughs>
0: yeah, he's like, get him off the, get him off the grid.
2: <laughs> oh, that's a good one,
0: dude. You know, in, in with all due respect to Roman Grosjean, like, I think it's just it's tough when you see a driver who has so much potential. Um, and just doesn't perform uh when he's expected to and and you know what's interesting about this past weekend is that he asked the team to bring back the the car the the, the car with the Specs from, from Australia right
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and he actually he did pretty well in it uh considering and it's something that he also did in the past at Lotus so you know the guy knows what he's talking about it's just he just i don't know if it's a pressure or what it is but um you know, Caruana saying that was, I think, something that is on everyone's mind.
2: Totally, that's a good one. I I hadn't heard that one.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was during FP two or FP three. Um
2: And go, going back to the the Haas incident, though, what's your like? What do you think? Like, what what's your take on that? Which one? Because there's well, the the one in this race towards the end of the race where I think Magnussen goes. um uh who was it? Magnuson goes in down the inside. Or was it no Groson goes down the inside and Magnuson turns into him?
0: Oh right. And then Magnuson is like, I can't deal with this guy or something like that anymore. Like
2: Yeah, coming from K Mag, I thought that was like, who are you to say that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he uh, said, I don't feel comfortable. I was like, are you kidding me? No one feels comfortable when they get within a race card of you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so true. <laughs> Yeah, that was on both drivers to me, not not just Grosjean, but um, I think K. Max, the ballsier driver of the two, obviously. And I think
1: mm.
0: you know I haven't really looked at that incident um, all that much because um, there was so much more to watch for. And honestly, like Haas is at kind of the bottom of what of my interest list uh, right <laughs> I, now.
1: Yeah, I agree. <laughs>
0: I'm like more interested by Williams at the moment. Um, oh, totally. <laughs> um, but that being said, you know the the two of them just there's there's something wrong with that team and it's got to get fixed, plain and simple.
2: Yeah, they clearly don't like each other, also, which doesn't help. So.
0: Right. Well, I don't know if Grosjean's gonna like anybody who you know makes him compete harder than than he wants to. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Oh well, yeah, we know where you stand. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. I don't think. I don't think you can. It's really hard to blame one driver, but it just looks silly from the outside.
0: Once again, it does. Yeah. It really does for Haas. I mean,
2: after,
0: after two weeks, like after last race and now this race, it's like, come on, guys.
2: Yeah. Yeah, another team that needs like a good result, uh, in the next few races.
0: And actually, I don't think it's a management issue. I, I actually think it's, you know, obviously the car that they have isn't doing well with the tires currently, right? Which to their benefit, next year, I guess Pirelli's going back um, to previous year specs on the tires, because these degrade too quickly. Um, but I think they just, they've got a driver issue, and then they've just got a, a car that, that's not able to show up the way that they, it needs to.
2: Yeah, there's just a lot of things going on there. Um, but you're right, it's not only it's not. It's not only in management, but I think it's part of it. But let's see. Let's see. We got a race. We got to get ready for the next race already. Um, Lewis was saying that he was, uh, gonna, you know, like he's canceling all his jet-setting events this week to recover. So, which shows you how you know drained he was from this weekend.
0: Yeah, I think. I think Lewis was. Yeah, I, I'm happy to hear that.
2: And he needs to watch out, dude, because. Although he's, you know, he has a comfortable lead. Max has been on form, and uh, he, Max could could start putting a dent in this championship lead. And uh, we're only halfway through, man. So if if Red Bull continues this form, and we might have we might have a, a fight on our hands at the end of the year.
0: We'll see. I mean,
2: wishful thinking, maybe.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, that's a little still too. It's, it's that is a very wishful thing. I think it's still too early to tell. Um, I want to see what happens at at Hungaro Ring uh, this coming weekend. Lewis has won since he entered Formula One. He has won at this track six times. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> you know, out of the thirteen years that he's been in in uh, or, yeah, thirteen years he's been in Formula One, uh, he's won six of those races, so almost more than half.
2: It's a great uh, track for him for sure.
0: Yeah, so I, I think I think we're gonna see a strong a strong Lewis Hamilton this weekend if he's able to kind of just refresh and
2: yeah uh, if he's fit.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: He does uh, really
0: well. He does really well after like weekends where he's had a bad weekend.
2: Yeah, it's rare to see like two shitty weekends in a row unless he's still sick. Like if he's fit, I think he's gonna he's he'll be back for sure. Yeah. Um, so let's look at our uh, grandstand uh, championship um, standings right now. Um, I gotta say we both were pretty terrible uh, on our predictions, um, but given the nature of the race, it's um, yeah, it's hard. You can't predict the rain either. Yeah, um, I mean, you <laughs> you 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 had given poll for Valtteri, and you had said Hamilton, Leclerc, and Verstappen for your um, for your race and the Grosjean moment, that's battle. <laughs> um, so you scored zero points that race. I said that Vettel was going to redeem himself with pole position, which he didn't. And I said race was going to be Hamilton, Vettel, Botas. Oh, uh, completely wrong there. Although, no, I got two points oh, got for Vettel. Oh, yeah. That. And so, which means that we're tied, motherfucker. Bring uh. it. And I said, uh, I said my Grosjean moment was Stroll, which clearly wasn't because he had a really good race. So I apologize I the to the Canadians.
1: Moment. I think
0: the Grosjean moment this weekend was, was Valtteri.
2: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I did not see that one coming.
0: No, not at all.
2: Uh, we could have a whole episode on Valtteri, dude. Uh, fascinating. What do we think for Budapest? I usually let you go first. Do you want to go first, yeah. or do you want me to go?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. I'm 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 going
0: I'm going I'm going full full steam ahead on Lewis.
2: Okay. Pole position.
0: Pole position and P one.
2: Damn. Okay.
0: I think Seb's gonna have a good another good weekend, so I think we're gonna we're gonna see P two. Okay. Wow. And I think Leclerc might get three P three.
2: Okay. So Ferrari double podium. Okay. Uh, who's your Grosjean moment? Who's gonna who's gonna fuck shit up in a bad way?
0: It's always so difficult not to say Grosjean. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know who did actually just before I even get to my Grosjean moment. Checo too could be considered Grosjean moment, but yes, you're right. In the rain, like, y- it's, right. like, it's a little bit unfair because it's like you know.
2: Yeah, it's Aqua planning, though? Because, like, everyone made mistakes. Like, you can't – I don't blame any of these drivers spinning out. Um, yeah. Um, he felt like crap. He apologized publicly to the team. But I don't think it was a Grosjean moment where it didn't look good. But, um, yeah, you're right. I think we got to be a bit
1: lenient
0: there. All right. Um, I'm saying Grosjean moment of the week goes to –
2: Pierre Gasly. Oh wow. Okay. I hope not. <laughs> um, okay, solid. So you got Hamilton a pole, Hamilton third, Leclerc, Gasly for the Grosjean moment. You know what I'm going to go for? I think Max is going to continue his form. This is a twisty circuit, and we all know that Red Bull loves these uh, tracks. Uh, we know. Um, well, Max still hasn't scored his first pole position right? He's got seven race victories, but no pole positions. Um, what I'm going to go for is, I'm going to go for pole position for Max. Whoa! Yeah, but I think that Lewis won't be far off. I think it's going to be one of those moments where like, oh, like he just edged him out, and I'll go for, the race result will be Hamilton, Verstappen, and then Leclerc third. And um. I know lightning doesn't strike twice, uh, but I'm going to go for the Grangell woman. I'm going to put the pressure on Valtteri.
1: Damn. Okay. All right.
2: Yeah. Um, just because I don't know.
0: <laughs> weeks in a row. Uh,
2: yeah, you know, he might, he might be attacking a little bit more, you know, he's probably feeling the pressure and, uh, when you feel the pressure and it's hot, like in hungry, you know you might, you might bend it again. So I'm gonna take a <laughs> risk.
0: <laughs> All right, dude.
2: Uh, dude, yeah. Uh, one last thing before we sign off. Did you see that the Renault driver also crashed on the highway?
1: <laughs> like, yeah, dude. That's for John.
2: Oh man, Renault needs to put this weekend behind them. Huh? <laughs> oh,
0: so rough. <laughs>
2: All right, we'll see you after Hungary.
0: Yeah, dude, this was a good one. Let's hope we uh, we go we go for another one this weekend.
2: Back to back, and then we get back from the break. And Okan has signed with Merck. You heard it. <laughs> you heard it on the stand first.
1: Wishful thinking. He might. <laughs> All right, talk to you soon. Later, bro.